0: Welcome to another episode of Life TBD. My name is Emily, and I always find myself searching for the meaning behind my experiences. On this podcast, I explore and share what I am learning and unlearning that is impacting the way I think, the person I'm becoming, and what I'm doing to allow life to be defined. Ooh! Another week, another episode. This will be episode nine, I believe, that is up. And my my God, that means in another episode, I could potentially take this seriously. <laughs> I think everyone's always like, once you've released ten to twenty episodes. That's when you start thinking what you're doing with the podcast. I would say it's safe to say that I'm still figuring it out. I had a friend who was like, you know, sometimes I could, I wish you would tell more stories in the podcast. And I was like, damn, that's I tell a lot of stories about myself, you know. I guy get self conscious if there's if there's any senses of of unease that I can feel when it comes to the podcast. It's how much it is just about my story and my perspective. However, I guess it's also a really great way to segue into the topic of the episode, which is that theoretically there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of podcasts out there that are self-focused and it does force me to confront my own journey with worthiness and being seen, which is what this episode is all about. It's about what it means to be enough, what it means to be worthy, what it means to radically accept myself, yourself, as we come. The reason I was inspired to do this episode was because I was doing my nightly routine of scrolling through TikTok. As I was doing so, this video came on my feed. When I first started, I worked from a belief standpoint. So my belief was, I'm not enough. And I have to keep working at it, I'm not enough. As I am, it's not good enough, I'm not enough. Where I am now, and I've only achieved this this year, Andy, this was the first year I felt enough. I've Never felt that before. I've always felt like I'm not enough. Not enough as a father, not enough as a son, not enough as a teacher to be able to give to all of you, not enough as a person in society trying to do good. The biggest shift in me belief-wise is this is the first year I think I've felt enough. Maybe I won't feel enough in March. Right now I feel enough. That was Vin Jiang, who can be found on TikTok at AskVin, V-I-N-H. He is a communication skills teacher, an entrepreneur, and a music, a musician, and a magician. I have seen several of his videos. He's an incredibly likable person, hard not to listen to, has incredible points to take in and learn from. And when I heard this video, it served as this beautiful reminder that even when you have so much figured out, even when you're you're reaching 1.5 million people on TikTok and there can still be struggles of, of feeling like enough. And then sometimes you you get there. Sometimes you feel that feeling. And even he mentioned that he's not sure how long it'll last and if he'll continue to feel like enough. And I think that's ultimately what we're always striving for, at least I think that's what I'm striving for, to feel as if I am enough as many days as possible. It made me reflect a bit and ask myself, do I feel enough? Did I feel enough today? The answer is no, I didn't feel enough. I didn't feel enough today. I felt like I was 80% of the way there. I could still reach for another 20. My quote for you today comes from Brene Brown. She is possibly one of my top 10 people to have inspired me in this lifetime. She is a professor, an author, and a podcast host, and she's most well-known for her TEDx talk in 2010 where she shares about the concepts of shame and vulnerability, to which I have watched that, plus the other talks she's given, her podcast, I've read her books, I've seen her interviews from Oprah, I've literally fangirled in my heart about this woman. No matter what gets done and how much is left undone, I am enough. It's going to bed at night thinking, yes, I am imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes afraid, but that doesn't change the truth, that I am also brave and worthy of love and belonging. When I first discovered Brene Brown, I was in a chapter of life where I was Fairly impressionable when it came to self-growth and healing and building self-awareness. Probably because I was incredibly lost. I I was looking for answers. I was looking to make sense of what I was experiencing and what life felt like. And she was one of the many people that I stumbled upon that had wisdom that I was just ready to gobble up. And a lot of the wisdom she shares is about shame and vulnerability. And she taught me about shame, which I think is a really big aspect to the question of whether someone is enough versus not enough. And she said that shame is that question we ask ourselves. Is there something about me that if another person knew it or saw it, it would mean I was not worthy of connection. Almost as if there's some secret aspect to who we are that inherently makes us unlovable, unworthy. When the truth is, is that there's always going to be these imperfections that we dance around with. And none of those things make us unlovable, or not worthy of connection, which is ultimately what we all want from that place of survival, which I've talked about in other episodes. We, from an innate survival instinct, want to belong because everything tells us that if we do not belong to something, our chances of survival are small. I think that's also, that's, that's a part of it is are external circumstances, people, situations determining my value? If I am enough, if I'm too much, if I'm just right. When relying on the perceptions of others or the external, it's just not possible to measure. It's not possible to measure what it is other people want from from me and How other people believe I should be acting or behaving, or even when it is possible to measure, it it varies from person to person because value and expectations vary from person to person because they're subjective. And anything that is subjective doesn't actually hold any sort of weight, in my opinion, because if two people are viewing the exact same thing, but having totally different experiences when they're viewing it, then how in the world can it be determined whether I should or should not be a particular person? Because no matter what, I could be standing in front of two different people who are going to experience me in their own unique ways and take away what it is that they take away. My value cannot be determined by someone else. Someone could be standing in front of greatness and not see it. And that's okay because not everyone needs to see it. Not everyone is meant to see it. Thus, it's not for them to determine whether or not I am great. It is for me to determine if I am. However, it's not just other people's perceptions of me that have determined whether or not I am enough. It's also the perception I have of others and the way that there's this tendency to put other people on a pedestal based off of of what I believe their value is or or what I believe their value of their livelihoods are in the way that they live. We tend to search for perfection in others and then we pine for it and we compare ourselves to it, feeling, feeling lesser than when we don't measure up to those expectations, no matter how unreasonable they are. To be honest, I don't ask myself, am I enough that often from a place of consciousness like I'm not walking around and, and walking into a room like, am I enough to be here? <laughs> it's not this, this kind of question that is loud and overt. It's more of a subconscious thought that doesn't even necessarily form into words. It's a feeling. and like, I guess it's the feeling of being insecure, not feeling like in that moment I am enough. And it, it it is really more of a feeling than it is like a statement. And I think of the times like I've felt that feeling. Like and I think it usually feels like like I'm just I'm not certain of my footing, of my presence, of my energy, like I'm I'm a little less stable, a little less grounded in the moments where I perhaps am not feeling like my simple existence is enough, and I can feel like there's a lot more energy being expelled when it comes to being in a space. In the areas of my life where I've felt this come up is my career, my my love life, my friendships, being in a new community. I mean, I've, I've felt it a ton over the last year, just being in spaces where I knew no one. I have felt it from a familial sense. You know, am I, am I enough of a daughter? Am I good enough? I think the only place where I can say, I feel like I'm enough (laughs) every single day, no matter what is with my my fur babies, my pets, which I know some people hate the term fur baby. And I'm like, to them, fuck you. (laughs) I think it's a great term because that's how I feel about them. They are my babies and they're super furry. To love an animal companion is to receive unconditional love in return and I do include my two cats in that evaluation maybe even more so than my dog to be honest I feel like they have a healthier attachment style to me than my dog does my dog I think is codependent and insecure and I don't know if she thinks that she's enough I'm not sure (laughs) to be honest this episode might be for my dog but my cats they're so secure. They're like, I love you. You don't have a choice but to receive my love. And I am super down to receive your love whenever. They don't dislike me on days that I'm not perfect. They don't care when I'm depressed. They don't care when I'm happy. They don't care. They just love me that's it. That's the bottom line. And I feel that shit. I feel that shit. I feel how much they love me. So they're the only ones I feel like I'm enough. Anyway, <laughs> the times where I I also notice where I where I feel that insecurity, where I question my worth, because that's what it is. That's what the conversation of am I enough is, is Am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of connection? And if I don't feel like I am, why? The times where it comes up for me when I walk into a room, there's usually something that's out of alignment, to be honest. Or or maybe it's like I'm out of alignment. Like if I'm in a place in my life where maybe I'm not as grounded, like I really do think having just experienced going through a move and only recently feeling like I found a sense of grounding in my existence here. Like, I really feel like it was, it was almost pointless. Not completely because I, I did manage to meet people in this place, but it was, it was, it should not have been my primary intention to make lifelong friends when I first got here. Just for the simple fact that I just didn't know who I was here I don't I'm like I don't know the places I like to go I don't like I don't know the things I like to do like who I am in LA is a little different than who I am in Atlanta like I I just need to find my footing I need to focus on myself I need to figure out what self-love looks like for me here in a place that looks completely different where the weather is different where the people are different the culture is different I just got to figure out what that looks like for me And then when I feel that sense of grounding, then I can go and meet people because I know I'm safe, I know I'm stable, I'm secure, and I'm able to connect with someone from a place of, from the place I want to be, which is stability, versus the place of instability where I'm like, who am I? (laughs) What do I want? (laughs) Oh my God, life! I think like I really didn't feel like I was enough when I first started meeting people out here because I was because I didn't belong anywhere and I felt isolated and I felt stranded and I really wanted to belong somewhere. So some of the first interactions I had with were with groups of people were really uncomfortable. Like I remember going to Santa Monica Pier and meeting up with a bunch of people that I didn't know. that I'd met at some gym in WeHo which should have been my first red flag. And (laughs) they were all younger than me, too. They were, like, much younger than me. Like, I had no idea the girl I was going to meet up with was nine years younger than me. So also, second red flag. (laughs) However, I get there, and I wanted to belong so much that I tried to be more like them. And I could tell, we could all tell they read it as phony. They read it as phony. I wasn't being me. I wasn't being real. I wasn't being authentic. And when I left that gathering, I left feeling like, yeah, shit. Like, I'm never going to see those people again. Like, they're never going to ask to hang out with me. I'm never going to want to hang out with them. Like, it just didn't feel good at all in my body. Nothing about that felt good. And I felt really insecure about it. But I also said to myself, well, (laughs) that's okay. They weren't for me. And I definitely, I learned from it. And in that moment, I was like, you know, I only want to be around people that are for me. I don't feel the need to try and belong in, but rather I just belong because I'm there. And it's just inherent in, in me existing that I'm, I belong there and, they weren't my people. Like I look, I mean they ugh, literally all of them belonged in a CW show. Like there's it was such a CW teenage show experience. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so versus now when I go out and I'm I I have gone to plenty of things myself to meet with a bunch of people I didn't really know but the difference is is because I'm solidified in my worth that the experience I have in those moments are different because I'm not trying to be anything that that belongs in that group instead I'm just being myself knowing that I belong anywhere I go <sighs> yeah I think those are the. That's the kind of person I want to be. Is the person that so radically accepts themselves that they don't need anyone to choose them. They've chosen themselves. Now I think the question becomes like, how often do I feel that? And it it varies. I don't think I ever feel 100% enough at this stage of my life. And usually there's at least one area where I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I'm enough. So if like my career is on point, I'm like, nobody likes me. I'm never going to get married. I'm unlovable. (laughs) But then if I feel like I've got what I want as far as like a dating life, I feel like I might be sacrificing career a bit or maybe even like not being the best daughter or like, you know, not being able to show up with my friends. Like I've definitely had chapters of my life where I have been so consumed in just my world that it has been tough to show up as the quality of friend that I would like to show up as consistently for others. To, to truly feel like I am enough is to say, I accept the ebbs and flows and all of the imperfections that I come with. And that is an art and that is a skill. And I always like joke to my friends. I'm like, I love the seasons where I'm not talking to anyone romantically and I don't have a crush or anything because in those seasons, I just feel so much peace. (laughs) And I feel so much peace because I'm not being triggered as much. And when I'm being triggered, it tends to be a lot harder to, to sit in a place of of radical self-acceptance and self-love because our triggers are are the wounds that like our souls would really love for us to heal. And the only way that we can heal them like yes, there's doing all this self-work and all this and all this relationship building with myself when it comes to healing relationally that can only be done with other people that are there to say, hey, here to present a trigger. You're gonna feel triggered. You, you won't feel this unless I bring it to you. And now that you feel triggered, look, oh my God, it's an opportunity for you to grow because right here you don't feel worthy. Right here you feel insecure. Whatever it is is coming up for you right now because I am triggering it as someone who is not you <laughs> because relationships are mirrors whether they're platonic, romantic, familial, professional, none of the above. They're just like the stranger on the street who you're never going to see again. They are mirrors for yourself, just like you're a mirror for other people. That's why people are always projecting and stuff, because like it's really just a mirror. You know, you just get to witness different versions of yourself with different people. That's why I feel so much peace when I'm not dealing with other people. (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm alone. <laughs> and that's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> yet i I really would love to to be in a relationship. Thus, it's something that I've got to work through. and I've got to cope with my own sense of worthiness when it comes to relational dynamics, which is just, you know, par for the course. To close the episode out, I've got the amazing. Viola Davis to leave us with just a sense of, mm, that's right. And I don't know about y'all, but this woman just gets better every year. You know, she she came out, she blew up, got got huge. We fell in love, and now everything she does, I'm just obsessed with. I'm obsessed with her. And right now, as <laughs> <laughs> I wanna be her. Not that I wanna be anyone else but me, but damn, I love who she is. And if anything, I'm, I'm striving to feel her levels of self-acceptance within myself. There is nothing you have to do for worth. You don't have to hustle for it. You don't have to barter for it. You have to do nothing but be born yes viola i knew that was a good way to close the episode out (laughs) even listening to it i was like damn girl you right i just need to be born to be worthy you right you right i just need to exist (laughs) thank you for listening to another episode of life tbd this was a super fun episode for me to create i just I just had fun with it. I loved the topic and, and it really has me thinking even now. And yes, I'm not, I'm not 100% there. I'm not 100% like I am enough. However, I love being able to witness how much more worthy I feel than I have in the past and just witnessing my own growth. And it's fun. It's fun to witness your own growth and to see where you used to be and what that looks like for you, even if it's just a feeling of growth. And I don't know, it's just nice. So I won't go rambling on because y'all have listened to me for a while, but uh, I'm gonna do my call to action. And if you have enjoyed this episode of Life TVD, go ahead and click the follow button, whether you're on Apple or Spotify, be sure to rate the podcast. And if you're on Apple, go ahead and and get me a little review on there. On Spotify, I don't know if you want to send me some some feedback. I think there's a question somewhere on there. So yeah, I don't I I want to hear from you guys. Like I'm still on that. Give me feedback. I love feedback. Engage with me. Talk to me. You know what came up for you? I'm here for it. I I want to know. What you guys are thinking about what I'm putting out there as I continue to grow and evolve the podcast. So let me know. Hit me up. On that note, I'm going to dip out and talk soon.